0: Hi, my name is Dan Slofer. I'm the pastor at Crosswalk Church in Phoenix, Arizona, and I would like to welcome you to our message today. We are in the message series, not just on Sunday. And what we're doing is we're taking a number of things that we do on Sunday morning and see how they are meant to be enjoyed throughout the week. And today it's, the theme is Jesus at the center of my life. And when you think about uh, the, the part of the service, Jesus at the center, I would say that it's what, what I think of is the message that when you go to a church service, when you go to worship, there's going to be the time when, when Jesus takes center stage. And that's during the message when, when we share his word. And there's something about that, about going to a church service and hearing the truths of God, hearing the promises of God and and His strength and His forgiveness, everything that's been accomplished in Christ for you and for me. And so a lot of times at church that we have these promises and and they're just packaged uh, very nicely in a message, uh, probably, hopefully. And then sometimes there can be a disconnect. And that is because I I leave with the certainty of God's promises and then I go into the uncertainty of my life. And I don't know about you, but for me, there have been times where I've described my life and even my ministry sometimes as a house of cards. That I I feel like it just the, the slightest little thing could make it all come tumbling down. That, that as I, I look at ministry, sometimes it's like a runaway train. That I feel like I'm, I'm like trying to catch up to all the things going on in my life. And maybe you feel that way. And so the question that we're looking at today is, what do I do when my world is falling apart? And so sometimes it might be the world, you feel like the world is falling down around you. I think especially in the last number of years, we can feel that way. But sometimes, it's also that I feel like my life is, is falling apart, that it's breaking apart inside of me. And what we're going to see in the message today is that is exactly what God speaks to and, and the promises that we have in Christ. So where we are going is Psalm 46, Psalm 46, uh, we'll do the whole Psalm, but we'll start with verse 1. And these are the first words, God is our refuge and strength. An ever-present help in trouble. And what I what I like about these words, and and what I think has made them so comforting over the years, is that on the one hand, God is called a, a refuge, and He's a place that you can go to. And a refuge is a place that you can go inside of and know that you are safe. And so, whether it be like a city of refuge, uh, that that maybe you've heard that term, where a person can go to be safe. Or it can be an animal refuge where that animal can be safe. That God is our refuge. And so when when our world is falling apart, that God says, come to me. Uh, come to me and by, by me is where you will be safe. And the second part then is that he is an ever-present help in trouble. And that part is, is that he's this refuge, but he's present. He's, he's an ever-present and he's lasting. As you see things around you in your life that maybe you depended on, and maybe you depended on finances, money, health, uh, power, prestige, whatever, those sometimes can be very good things to trust in for a period of time until they're not. And and a lot of times when when We feel like our world is coming down around us. Those are the things, the things that we have trusted in the most that disappoint. And God is saying, at those times, look to me. Look at me at all times, but especially in those times. The psalmist continues, Therefore we will not fear, though the earth give way, and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, and the mountains quake with their surging. And this picture it is, is when your world is shaken, when, when you feel like everything is imploding, that, that God is saying, especially then uh, is a time when you are going to see how he is different from everything else in the world. And now as you consider that, it's not a matter of if this is going to happen, it's when this is going to happen. I did a a little bit of a Google search, and I encourage you to do it. I just did it for the last 20 years of just major events or or things that have happened that that maybe feel like there's an implosion. And I I looked at everything. You know, it starts in 2001 with things like 9-11. There were anthrax. Some of these I didn't remember until I looked. uh, Anthrax attacks. Um, Enron bankruptcy, so financial uh, things falling apart, uh, two Iraq wars uh, in nature. You know, we have a hurricane now, but what about Katrina and Sandy that that I'd even forgotten about them? And and what it shows me as we go through this, all the shootings that there have been in schools, in places of worship, that over time we, we forget about them just because The new one is coming, and those are of the world falling apart maybe around us, but in the last 20 years, where have you been with things like sickness, the death of a loved one, job loss, your finances, uh, things happening to them, things happening in relationships, possibly in a marriage or with your children. For me, I I think of, I moved to Phoenix in 2012, that was a big deal. I'm not saying it was bad, but I'm saying it was fairly traumatic and and it shook my world a bit. And even now, as we look at things like housing costs or uh, costs for rent, all of these things show how fragile the world is and and the fact that these things are going to happen. And just for a moment, I, I want you to just camp out there for a second is of understanding these things are going to happen. And it it made me think of a of a time when a friend of mine who who's a pastor we were talking about an event uh that was going on and and his reaction to me or, or his response to me was, "Dan, this is why we train. This is why we we go into God's word and we are in it every day." And what he likened it to is that we need to be the the spiritual equivalent of the Navy SEALs. They know bad things are happening. So when good things are happening or, or when there aren't bad things, what they're doing is they're training. They're training in anticipation for these things that are coming. Or even uh, when you think of like Dave Ramsey talks about having an emergency fund. And, and when he does, he said it's interesting because when you have an emergency fund, it seems like you have less emergencies. And, and his point isn't that it, that there are less emergencies. It's just that you're ready for them. And in the same way, it's important for us to recognize we live in a world that is broken. Difficult things are going to happen. Bad things are going to happen. They're going to happen on a daily basis, and they are going to, to hurt us. But we have a place to go. The psalmist goes on. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her, she will not fall. God will help her at break of day. In in this portion, what I what I like about it is it, it uses this picture that if we're a refuge, that that there are going to be armies that would come and make siege against these cities, these cities of God. And one of the things that was most important to them was water. A lot of times these cities were on a hill and because they were on a hill, they wouldn't have access to water. And there, there's a place in Jerusalem called Hezekiah's Tunnel and that is where they found water so that when they were under siege, they would be able to go to that. And, and I'm wondering if the psalmist even thought about that uh, when, when this psalm was written, that even though we're against, in this siege, this water, is going to be coming and it makes me think of Psalm 1 where where it talks about, the psalmist is talking about what it is to live in a sinful world but but then he says but we, God's people, are like a tree planted by streams of water whose leaves don't wither and that's because when, when the sun comes down when there's a drought that when we're next to that stream the constant stream of God's love It sustains us through the most difficult times. And so I hope you see that there's a mixed metaphor here. That on the one hand, we go to God in our difficult times and and he cares for us. But then he also comes and takes a residence inside of us. And, And maybe you've heard the expression before that sometimes God calms the storm, but sometimes he calms us in the storm. And that is what this verse is talking about, is that even in these difficult times, God comes and he's inside of us with his promises of love and protection and brings us confidence. The next words, nations are in uproar, kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice, the earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. And I I just wanted to, to pick these two verses together because what the psalm does, and I hope you catch it and, and read through Psalm 46, have this on uh, marked in some way as a psalm you want to come back to. But what it does is it takes these, God is our refuge, then it goes into all these, the earth is falling apart, right? The waters roar and foam. Then it's this, the promises of God is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Then also he lifts his voice, the earth melts. And And what it shows is, is God is interspersed in this psalm in between the pain. And that's what it means to live with Jesus at the center of your life. That God is there in the middle of the chaos. Jesus brings clarity to it. He reminds us that we're not alone, that even in the midst of it, we have a place to go. The psalmist continues, come and see what the Lord has done the desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes war cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shield with fire. He says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Once again, we we see this paradox, this paradox of of God being in control and the world seeming to be out of control. And we see a paradox in the same way, the seeming contradiction in God's heart, because it says on the one hand, he brings desolations, and on the other hand, he brings peace. And so desolations are are like a complete annihilation. When I think of the desolations of God, I, I think of like Sodom and Gomorrah where, where it doesn't even exist anymore. That God like wiped it out of existence. And even as we look at the, the people of this day from Psalm 46, they would have thought of nations like Babylon and Assyria and Greece. Uh, Rome wasn't even in the picture anymore, but... But for us, we, we look at those, I don't know about you, but I, I don't worry about uh, necessarily those countries. They don't even exist anymore. And what it shows is that through all of this, God still does. He brings desolation. So at the time when it, it seems like those things are so big and they're going to last forever, God reminds us they don't. The, the things that you face today are storms and storms past but God lasts." Wow, that even uh, kind of got, you know, right? Rhymes a little bit. Storms pass, but God lasts. Now, uh, in this though, I think it's also important for us to see the desolation and then the peace. And I think the one place we don't want to miss this is in the cross of Jesus. The, the greatest desolation, annihilation, if you want to talk about it, would be the death of his son, Jesus that it was on the cross that he was annihilated for our sin. And and so we see part of the heart of God where he brings judgment and justice and and exacts uh, his revenge, even if you would call it that, that sin needs to be paid for. And yet at the same time, it is a payment that brings peace, that shatters the bow, that there's no longer fighting with God. God is no longer our enemy. And so what do we have as a result? as a result of the cross and the open tomb, be still and know that I am God. And ultimately with this message, what what happens when my world is falling apart? I can have stillness, I can have peace, because I know that everything that God has given me in Jesus Christ will never be taken away, can never be taken away because God's promises are eternal. The very last words of the psalm are ones we've already said, we've already read. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. As I went through this psalm, and again I encourage you to go back and look at it, we start with verse 1, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble about halfway through the psalm the lord almighty is with us the god of jacob is our fortress and then it ends with that same that the lord almighty is with us the god of jacob is our fortress and it just the psalm it, it's such a beautiful psalm because it has this symmetry of god at the beginning and the end that that he's the alpha and omega but he's also the the lambda He's the middle. He's the middle of it as well. That God is on both sides of it and he's in the middle of it with you wherever you go. And as we, we worship this Sunday, the, the final thing I want to leave you with is from Psalm 46. There was a, a very beautiful hymn written uh, by Martin Luther about 500 years ago. And, and this is what he wrote. A mighty fortress is our God. A trusty shield and weapon. He helps us free from every need that has us now or taken. The old evil foe now means deadly woe. Deep guile and great might are his dread arms and fight on earth is not his equal. So it's showing, yes, Satan's coming up against us. God is our fortress, but there's this other reality. And then the second verse. With might of ours cannot be done. There's nothing we can do by ourselves. Soon were our loss affected. But for us fights the valiant one, whom God himself elected. You ask, who is this? Jesus Christ it is, the almighty Lord. And there's no other God. He holds the field forever. I don't know what you are going through today. I don't know what it is that is shaking your world, that when you heard these, you know, the words about the earth giving way and and it being shaken, you might be able to go immediately and say, I know exactly what that is in my life. And as you consider that, maybe you're not there, maybe you're in a good place, but there are other storms that are coming. No matter where you are, know that you are not alone. Jesus Christ is the champion. Jesus Christ is the hero. Jesus Christ and our Lord, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is the God that you can go to for refuge. He was, will be, and is our Savior. Let's pray. Dear Lord God, we thank you that that as we live in a world that is... not dependable, or or the only thing we can count on is for things to go sometimes from bad to worse, that in the midst of that you come with your promises. You offer us a place to go and then you also come to us through your words and promises. Thank you for reminding us that we are loved. Thank you for reminding us that we are forgiven. Thank you for reminding us that we are your children. Now Lord, whatever we face, Uh, We know that we are prepared because you are with us. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look on you with favor and give you his peace. Amen.